0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I am Paging Dr. Shonda. I am the, the Doctor And I am a licensed clinical psychologist.
1: Yeah. And welcome
0: to the Paving Dr. Shonda podcast. All things related to the black culture. Well, the doctor in front of your neck. Hey, hey sis. Hey girl. <laughs> All right, let me greet the people first. So hey, y'all, you're watching the Paging Dr. Shonda show where we talk about mental health, faith, and the culture. We are encouraging self-reflection through meaningful conversations. I got my girl uh Brittany back, my good sis, our triplet, yeah. simply because like we had the girl leaves in a tizzy the last time you came. So <laughs> I think yes, gonna be great to do. bring you back.
1: <laughs> yes we did the, the people of god were upset no they were and mad I don't, I don't know why i mean i kind of know why but also this is really an indication where people need to read fully people yeah. need to listen thoroughly and not solely rely on clips and sound bites. we have been in the social media world long enough to know what sound bites are, know what clickbait is to recognize that that was to get your attention now before you come and give your you know your think pieces and your ted talks get the full story first right so
0: <laughs> because apparently they think we hate men but we're we're I, members of the black men's appreciation club we love honestly black men. car carrier mm-hmm. member dues are paid Okay. Come on, I'm the board of uh, the, the chairperson, Please, like,
1: and I, you know, the chaplain here, we pray okay, because I, I will cover the men of God. Okay. Yeah. Come on, period. <laughs> That's what we're
0: here for. Uh, so I got my good sis back, who is a Christian sexologist, not only. The number one or not only the uh, sexologist, but the number one Christian
1: sexologist
0: in America. (laughs) (laughs) Google her. Oh, so Brittany, can you please tell the people a little bit about yourself?
1: Absolutely. Thank. First and foremost, I want to thank you for the opportunity to come and talk to you again. Every single time, it is a joy and a blast, and we really get into it. And I leave listening, and I listen back to the episodes like me too. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because you drop bars, though, like
1: <laughs> that's, you. that's you. I'm 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 here because you're here, you know. But yes, I am Brittany Broder Smith, the founder of the Intimacy Firm, which is a faith-based sexuality and intimacy consultation and education um organ agency. I am a Christian sexologist, licensed social worker, speaker, author, trainer. Mom, all the things ultimately the work that I do is to bridge the gap between the science and scripture of human sexuality. And I it's an honor, it's a lot of work. (laughs) We love y'all, but y'all y'all be coming with a lot of stuff. But it is amazing. I can't imagine myself doing anything else. And I'm just honored really truly that God trusts me this much to do this work.
0: Oh, we hopping into it already. Uh because What you do is so profound in this generation, especially with all of the misinformation out there regarding sex, intimacy and relationships. Um, I want to hop into a question real quick. But before we do that, can you clarify to the people what a sexologist does? Like what what do you do as a sexologist?
1: Yeah, essentially, like any other ology, it's an expert in the study of this particular area. So I'm an expert in the study of human sexuality. And as a Christian sexologist, i that's the same thing, an expert in the study of human sexuality, but from a faith-based lens. So, I, as I said, bridge the gap between what science and social science says and then what the Bible-believing Christians understand about how sex, intimacy, and relationships came to be and how we navigate that while or during our time here on earth. So that could be like I said, training, writing, speaking. I do a lot of one-on-one coaching with single and married folk. I work with churches and faith leaders to help really kind of cement a Christian sexual ethic mm-hmm. and really navigate again that through, you know, the year of our Lord, 2024. Because <laughs> a lot of people were like, yeah, that was in first century Jerusalem. What does that mean in twenty first I the twenty first century, twenty first century <laughs> Philadelphia? <laughs>
0: I'm here for it. I think that you bring a wealth of knowledge and the simple fact that you're able to push the envelope and to talk about some of these things related to sex. Uh, you know, again, like what's considered taboo to some, we consider education and like much needed, much needed knowledge across the board. So we love you for that, Brittany. Um, so y'all, we'll be right back. We're going to talk more to Brittany about things that we heard about sex and relationships. So stay tuned. The doctor in front of you
1: if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac, or drop a crispy fry between the car seats, or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's, everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused
0: your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. all right y'all so we are back with my girl the number one christian sexologist in the country period uh we got britney brodus here soon to be dr britney brodus so um period
1: <laughs> pray for me y'all
0: <laughs> nah we praying for you it's gonna be done that's our degree we are pushing yes. you to this degree yes, It's so needed you.
1: Yeah, thank you
0: So, Brittany, I'm wondering, can you tell us some of, like, the myths that you've heard about relationships and sex? Like, what are some things that come to mind for you?
1: Honestly, the first thing that jumps top of mind is this concept of real man, real woman. Like, there's this idea that there's a set of behaviors, uh, appearances, and really just, like, manifestations of manhood and womanhood that it makes you real or not real. And when we see it played out, particularly in uh, tweets and posts and reels and memes and all of that, that a real man would X, Y, and Z or a real woman would X, Y, and Z. And a lot of times it's a bunch of misunderstood, misappropriated stereotypes that doesn't make that doesn't really uh, encompass all of uh, manhood or womanhood. And really, what you see is toxic masculinity played out, perpetuation of rape culture, and this idea that women just, particularly related to sex, men need sex and women just have sex, which is not true at all. Which is the second biggest myth is that men need sex. I say this here for the world to hear. He's stepping on toes. <laughs> Nobody needs sex, okay? these are food clothing shelter water like you know the things that if you do not get that you would no longer remain here on earth those mm-hmm. are needs everything else are bonuses now does your quality may your quality of life shift a bit when you don't have you know regular sex or it's not good sex sure is it something that you enjoy a whole lot absolutely but are you going to not be here no more stop breathing because you don't got it yeah. <laughs> no no and that and believing that is what impacts particularly for christians who believe that you know for example that abstinence is expected until marriage when you think that men if if it's true that men need sex then men shouldn't necessarily abstain because if you need why would god require something for us Hmm. to not do something that is a need right that math don't math and then why is it that they need it and then we don't and we have folks who are getting married thinking that sex is just for the men and then women aren't speaking up for their pleasure. And then folks are, you know, smiling and grinning, you know, it's giving, you know, Celia and Mr. In the bedroom (laughs) and understanding that's just not really for them when that really is not true. Uh, Pleasure is E for everybody. Period.
0: Pleasure is for everybody. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. When you say it's giving Celia and Mr. In the bedroom, I just got an image of Danny Glover Mm -hmm. and uh, Wolfie Goldberg. (laughs) Yes.
1: And we get upset. We get upset. And I know that that is extreme, um, in its you know understanding. But for really, for a lot of women, it's not that it's not that far away. It may not be as violent as is depicted in that movie. But you know, my husband just get on top of me and hurt me all over. A lot of women are enduring painful sex because we're taught that sex is supposed to hurt, and that you are you're a good partner if you for women if you can take it. Right. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. being able, and then those like euphemisms, like don't run, and like all of those kind of things that we talk and kind of like in like barbershop talkers, beauty shop talker, you know, those type of things, or he left me walking funny, like all those kind of really, which is a different conversation for another day. Really Let's get violent, into it. Let's get into it. Really in. violent <laughs> imagery, something that's supposed to be pleasurable. Now, there are some folks who genuinely enjoy. A little more intensity mm-hmm. in their, you know, sexual experiences. Which this is not a judgment or an indictment on that, but to make your ability to withstand pain be the threshold or the metric by which your the quality of your um, partnership or your sexual partnership is rated is problematic for me, mm. and it is rooted again in those myths that men do this and women do that. Now, are there some commonalities among genders? Sure. But should we approach every single relationship as this person is an individual and that prior information that we have from other people can add insight, but not be the sum total of how we describe them? Absolutely. So how like as
0: women, how do we get to a place to where we're able to communicate the things that are that we enjoy or don't enjoy? Like, you know, when, when you're in that covenant relationship?
1: absolutely you would first and foremost you have to learn your body right we understand that our bodies are temples we believe in scripture says that your body is a temple of the holy spirit so when you are upkeep, a proper upkeep of the temple is number one knowledge of the inner workings of it right understanding how you regard it the way you speak about it the things that you you know believe about it and then what you do where you go and what you allow in on or around it, okay? And we skip to that part. Like we understand, my body is a temple, meaning like we ain't having sex with Ronnie, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. However, <laughs> however, if you are you got that part, now, but you don't speak well about it, you aren't taking care of it. You you know you bought all those vitamins at the top of the year. You know your New Year's revolution. You don't bought all the Black Girl vitamins. And they still sitting in the bag, you know what I mean? You, you know, you're going to the doctor for that pain. that just can't go away. And you keep rescheduling the appointment because you're so, you're so busy. And then you don't know, you know, your vulva from your vagina, which are two different things. And we are perpetuating these generational misnomers and are afraid to, when I tell some women that I recommend looking at your vulva once a month at least to, you know, to make sure everybody's still at the party, everybody looks, smells and sounds and feels and hangs the way they, you know, way they're supposed to, you would be shocked how many women are like, for what? Like, I literally had a woman tell me, what's the point? My husband can tell me what's down there when I get married. Oh, wow. I said, say what? And no, you know this is not a shaming and blame yeah. but what it really is is a snapshot of what we're really di- dealing with. We yeah. have come so far, but still have so much further to go. And Absolutely. the and the core of it, the 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 culprit is
0: shame. Exactly. Um. So when we're talking about this concept of understanding our bodies, knowing what we like, what we don't like, or whatever. Like you said, like you alluded to, we can't tell anybody what we don't like if we don't even know what's down there. And I Absolutely. see my girl uh, Victoria is behind you. Can you introduce the people to Victoria? Ver- Ver- Veronica. No. She Veronica. She didn't mean it. She I'm sorry, V. I'm she sorry, V. Did, she, she
1: didn't mean it. She didn't mean it. <laughs> yes. Hello, everyone. This is Veronica. I really would. I really want to go to ventriloquism school so that I can. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <Ariati>. I'm Veronica. <laughs> This is Veronica Volva. She is a Amazon anatomically correct uh, vulva puppet. Um, she comes equipped with all of the parts that are, you know, found in a uh, typical vulva. And I use her, number one, she's a conversation starter. Just, you know, look at her. She's gorgeous, dripping in melanin, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, also just to really help women of or women and girls of all ages really come to terms with their body parts like true confidence is on the other side of comprehensive education well true sexual confidence is on the other side of comprehensive sex education but for many people it just means ignorance like let me not learn about it let me not consider it let me not think about it so because I don't want to mess up but true strength is and true you know a sign of a true believer is ability when we are in the world but not of it you can navigate these spaces and still hold true to what you are like your belief in the father shouldn't be strengthened by the fact that you don't know nothing else. It's, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I know what's out there, but God, I still choose you and your ways. And so Veronica helps people to be able to say like, I can know outer labia, inner labia, clitoral hood, clitoris, you know, uh vagina, urethra, um, perineum, anus. I can know those body parts and, and I can, that doesn't mean I'm going to go out and have sex. That doesn't mean I'm even going to be tempted to have sex. And if we start a little bit further back, when we tell teach children the anatomically, the medically accurate terminology for their body parts, they are less susceptible for sexual violence. Yeah, So that they education piece. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Education mm-hmm. is empowerment. It is a tool. It is a is a is a tool, and in some instances, it's a weapon in the fight, particularly mm-hmm. for our black and brown people. Like when we are, our bodies are literally breeding grounds for violence education and empowerment in that way is one of our greatest lines of defense
0: yeah yeah that's so good that's so good I remember the last time I had you on um the double dose podcast you said something so profound that's another one that sent the girlies in a tizzy uh (laughs) you said the clitoris was in the garden before the serpent was
1: yeah yeah Mm. (laughs) that (laughs) That was real good (laughs) do you remember the context I do remember that because it's the idea is we were having a conversation regarding the holiness and the purity of pleasure and that pleasure as a concept. And for many people, when we hear pleasure, we only think about sexual pleasure. And then we begin to demonize that which we can't partake in because it's easier for me to abstain if I think that it's bad. But when we recognize embracing sexuality as a God-given thing, we have to understand that the clitoris was in the garden before the serpent was. So before evil was a thing, pleasure was a thing. So how can we give, oh, we are now giving over to Satan that which God created and deemed holy the first commandment that God gave Adam and Eve as husband and wife was be fruitful and multiply, right? And to multiply, you have to make more humans. And I don't know no other, I mean, even with the uh, scientific technological advances, sexuality is still the way by which humanity continues, whether it is medically assisted, or just you know you and your bay in the written the bedroom it still does that and that God when He knew that and understood that and said it was good it is when shame entered confusion entered questioning entered and we begin to see our our humans begin to consider if God is somehow withholding something from us mm. that all the ills that we have today in society happen so to embrace the clitoris I have a workshop called if God created my clitoris for that very reason to establish number one bodies as good right and to combat the idea like the the pains and the stereotypes of the black body but also for believers to understand that you can embrace understand learn and honor your body that not even that you can that you need to in order for you to sufficiently know that your body is the temple of the holy spirit
0: yeah yeah and and, you know society of course doesn't do a great job of like reinforcing that to us um but I'm wondering. So, like, what are some things that you you said that our bodies, especially Black bodies, there are a lot of myths right. associated with that. Right. Um, what are What are some of the myths and concepts that
1: the most you have? You know, the most more painful ones that we, per- particularly for Black women, that we don't feel pain right. in the same way, which is what makes that violent imagery that's kind of like penetrated our sexual narrative so so problematic because it is a symptom of white supremacy and we don't even recognize the ways in which we perpetuate the view of the black woman and the the really bar, bottom of the barrel view of black women in the way that we regard uh, one another and ourselves and our partners in the conversations that we have about sex in that way. You know, the black maternal mortality rate If nothing else. If we had nothing else, we have the black maternal mortality rate that goes to show that how they regard us we have the fact that the father of you know modern god oncology the way he came to know what he knows about the body is because of us and We're the way in which women. he okay and the way in which he went about it shows that there there's no care or concern about the way our bodies function nah. so it being so this idea being embedded in our psyche that pleasure is something that comes on the other end of suffering is not if if we really peel back the layers is it, it goes it's you know the transatlantic slave trade really had and, and everything that come came after that is really the roots of where we of why we see what we see today so in order for women to push through that we have to again learn our bodies for ourselves and mm-hmm. not take in what we're told about who we are you want to be able to combat those stereotypes. you want to be able to question and critique what you are sold. we live in a capitalistic society They are trying to sell you something in order for them to sell you something. They have to convince you that you have a need. That's how supply and demand work. So they want to convince you that you stink so that they can sell the, you know, the frankincense and myrrh and the autumn sunrise and the peach blast uh, vagina wash.
0: Everything that ain't supposed to go up there.
1: Everything. You know what I'm saying? Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster?
0: All right, y'all, and we are back. I'm here with my good sis, Brittany Brotus, the number one Christian sexologist. And Brittany, I want us to talk a little bit about these sex cards, these sex conversation cards. I
1: think my cards are for fun, but also education. And you leave there a little, a little better, a little stronger, a little closer, right? So I created the first of its kind conversation card deck specifically for Christians and specifically about sex and intimacy. It's called Daring Discussions. The first, um, the first deck uh, dairy discussions, sex talk that doesn't have to lead to the bedroom was created for Christian singles. There right now, there isn't anything out there to help Christian singles have the conversations that they need to have prior to the altar. And there are a lot of sexuality and intimacy conversations around desires, expectations, history, fears, and all of those things that need to happen Prior to the altar, because if we are, if you, we, if we're getting married, and I'm just finding out that you have an aversion to this, that, and the other thing, we're a little bit behind the eight ball. I should have known that prior to, but we don't. Again, I think that it comes from a good place, right? We, for we don't want to miss the mark. We don't want to misstep or fall outside of God's will. But there's a misunderstanding of what that means. You don't have to sin to be informed, and you don't have to be ignorant to be holy. And that's what Come these cards were designed to help. And then, because I couldn't forget my married folk, because Christians like to have a little fun in the bedroom as well. They as do. a matter of fact, <laughs> studies show that Christian marriages report higher sexual satisfaction. But we get a it's the myth that Christians are oppressed sexually and things like that. We can it yeah. happens. It's out there, but it's not as a sum total. So then you have these here, their discussions undefiled. that will bless your bedroom come on and so when we understand the scripture it says the bed of marriage is undefiled that for many people is used to say you know do whatever you want but it really in context it says the bed of marriage is to be kept undefiled and in order to do that we have to truly understand what that means what does undefiled mean that really is meaning that the again another opportunity to show that Sex is, that is honored by God, that sex is a holy experience, and we want to make sure that we aren't leaving any pleasure on the table. So these cards are like getting that. specifically at assessing the sexual relationship, combating desire discrepancy when one partner wants sex more than the other. And really, you know, creating an environment to be able to say, is it that you don't like having sex at all or you don't like the sex that you're having? Mm. But in a way that is fun and it's yeah. not gonna hurt anybody's feelings. Okay. But also it's a needed. hit dog. But also a hit dog gonna holler. <laughs> and so if you, if you are showing up and just like you know, all right, here you can have it, but you didn't give the outside everything that you had, and you came in and you tired, and you worn over, and you just like, huh it's going to come out. We need to have that conversation, right? Because I believe, and this is really the premise of the marriage cards is that, and really both decks, is that a sexually excellent marriage bed wages war against the enemy. And so, this, and again, these cards are those tools. We do not, there's so many sex aids, pleasure aids, all those things that's out again on the market, but they're not really marketed in a way that Christians feel like they can participate in without yeah. feeling like they're being rebellious there's no rebellion yeah. here This is having a conversation established by god honoring by god and honored by god and doing it in a way that feels good for your individual for your individual relationship and for the single folks for your future
0: i'm hearing a lot of like safety in the way yeah. that these cards were developed because like you yeah. said as christians um, And even as women in general, like mm-hmm. there are so many stigmas associated with us being able to openly talk about sex. So mm-hmm. to be able to have these conversations, it definitely has to be in that safe environment. So I love yes. that you established this. So we got one minute left. I want to play a little game. So I want you to pull out one of the cards. I'll answer it live. Lord Jesus, y'all got to pray for me in the uh, comments. And, Which uh, one you want,
1: under or the who, single
0: version? Do, do the single one. Don't okay. easy on me, Brittany. Okay. Don't easy. <laughs> I can't now, make no promises. And when y'all hear the question, you guys can put your response in the comment section as well.
1: Okay. On your honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> on your honeymoon, would you prefer a guided tour or your or, or a choose your own adventure vibe in the bedroom? Um. Um. A, a guided tour. A guided tour. Okay. Like, you know you know he could take the lead he can take the lead okay yeah. and that's and that's good and that's really what that question gets at right like what yeah. type of when you when it comes to sex like how do you how you want to show up in the bedroom are you I, similarly the question in a marriage when in the bedroom are you the coach or the player right and so are you one who does better taking instruction and gets joy from taking instruction or are you one that's going to set the tone and we're going to determine where we go in there and neither is wrong or neither is right it's just what works for you but knowing how that. you are to keep y'all from being there like no i said this no i'll go over here and were y'all both just laying there like well what you want to do? what you want
0: I'm here for it. Listen, make sure that y'all go to Brittany's website to order these cards. We're just in time for Valentine's Day. So make sure you get them for as a gift or for yourself, for your partner, whoever, because we need to have these conversations. Sis, thank you so much for coming through. Where can thank the people you find you? Amazing.
1: Yes, I am at the Intimacy Firm on everything. My website, as you um, said, is at intimacyfirm.com, Instagram, the Intimacy Firm, Twitter, the Intimacy, not, yes, Twitter. X, what is it called? The Intimacy X. Firm. The Intimacy Firm, Threads, The Intimacy Firm, TikTok, The Intimacy Firm, YouTube, The Intimacy Firm.
0: Period. Again, thank you so much, Brittany. And you know we're going to have you back. So Absolutely. Anytime. do
1: call, I'm coming.
0: Period. <laughs> all right. Love y'all. Make sure y'all tune in to the audio version of this show on Wednesdays and the video on Fox Soul. Bye, Soulmates. The doctor in front of your